Larry didn't really trust him because he didn't eat meat. And, and <laughs> that was the thing. And Mikhail, Mikhail would take him out and, you know, wave cheeseburgers in front of his face. And Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Basketball Strong Podcast. I'm Tim DeFrancesco, former LA Lakers strength and conditioning coach and doctor of physical therapy. And I'm here with my co-host, Emmy-nominated writer and author, Phil White. This podcast is not just for basketball junkies. It's for anyone who loves to hear the human stories behind great people while learning the science behind preparing your body for the court and high performance. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Chili Sleep. We've all been told that seven to nine hours of sleep and deep sleep every night is what you need, but we also know that's easier said than done. Chili Sleep has created the Uller and the Cube Sleep systems, which are literally a pad that lays across your mattress. You lay on top of it, but you get to pump in temperature-controlled water to keep you cooler and meet your body temp needs throughout the night. I've got one of these systems on my bed and it's made a huge difference for me. I tend to sleep on the hot side, but now thanks to Chili Sleep, I fall asleep faster, I stay asleep longer, and I wake up feeling refreshed because I'm not tossing and turning because I'm too hot throughout the night. Head over to chilisleep.com forward slash BBS pod. That's C-H-I-L-I-S-L-E-E-P.com forward slash BBS pod to learn more and save up to 30% off the purchase of your Chili Sleep system. This offer is available exclusively for listeners of the Basketball Strong Podcast and only for a limited time. That's Chili, C-H-I-L-I, sleep.com forward slash BBS pod to take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up refreshed every day. And we're back. It's Wednesday, and here we are with another episode of the Basketball Strong Podcast. I am back from Norway, an incredible trip to Norway where I had the good fortune of being able to work a basketball camp there through the Bergen Elite Club in Bergen, Norway, and showcase basketball run by Jeff Christensen out in L.A., combining to put on this really special basketball camp for young Norwegian basketball players to be immersed in the game by great NBA level coaches and strength coaches. What an experience. The city we were in, Bergen, it was like out of a postcard. It was this coastal mountainside town. Looked out onto the water and looked back and the mountains are behind you. So yeah, we were in the gym working hard and, and uh, working with the kids all day long from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., but we got a chance to get out there in the mountains and get out there on the water, and what a what a special, beautiful part of the world Scandinavia is, and in particular, Norway. I've, I've now been to Norway three different times and to Bergen twice, and it's just a special, special place. I was able to spend some great time with my one of my mentors, Chris Lazier, who was my basketball coach and is one of the primary mentors in my life today. So it was really powerful time for me to be able to have an excuse to spend time with Chris and with Jeff and the great people of Bergen and the players and coaches that were all at this camp to put it all together. When you think about basketball and what different parts of the world and countries that have really absorbed it or been immersed in it for whatever reasons longer than others, Norway is really 
new to the block. And what makes that exciting for me to be able to be over there and teach the both the skills of the game, but also the skills of your body to prepare for the game is you have, and, and what I experienced this past week was this constant... Everything was new. It was novel. It was me getting a chance to, and and the coaches that I worked with, getting a chance to guide and educate and coach people and players of the ages between 12 and 18 years old who truly had a beginner's mind. And I think that is such a good reminder, it was for me anyways, to see people that are going into something with a beginner's mind versus I've been there, done that. What else could I really learn? And Man, what a different result and what a different environment and vibe and energy and feel of a of a group working together with experts and novices that have a beginner's mind to receive the information. It's just so much more powerful. So what a what a great time that I had. I'm I'm excited to be back in in action and and we'll start back up with guest episodes next week. But today's episode is a mini pod. It's a short and it's one that is a excerpt from episode number 36 where we had Dan Shaughnessy on talking about in depth in that episode about his book Life with the Larry Bird Celtics, Wish It Lasted Forever. And I pulled an excerpt that didn't go out within that episode where Dan talks about Scott Wedman. And Scott is this really interesting, intriguing character for me because of the fact that he had, as, as I understood it from Dan, he had these habits and um, ways that were really new and revolutionary at the time and often looked at as as weird and as you'll hear in the episode in this mini pod uh he was he was mocked by teammates even for having these nutrition habits and ways of taking care of himself and and wellness uh approaches that were really outside the box and outside the buoys at the time now very commonplace he also had his own his own chiropractor or uh, physical therapist, as I understand it, which is still a little bit murky to me as to what his uh, licensed profession was, but he had a guy. And so now we look at in the league, and I went through this with um, when the Lakers brought in Dwight Howard and other players, they had their own guy or their own woman and they had their own person that was their wellness coach or their strength coach or their personal trainer or their nutrition person or all of that combined into one. And this happens more and more and more now. Uh, It's a really challenging dynamic for the head strength coach to have to, at least this is my experience, to have to navigate how do you impart what you feel like your job is to and, and, and is the best thing for the player and the individual who has their own person and yet... There, there's not a lot you can do. The, they have guaranteed contracts and they have often big egos and they have their people that they bring with them to any team on a trade or anything like that, that they rely on or trust the most for their health, strength and conditioning, nutrition, recovery advice. And so you have to broker this conversation basically and create a dialogue at the very least if you're going to have any level of productivity between the relationship and then depending on the organization, they may have different rules. So different organizations may say 
no chance. You can't bring your person in with you to the facility or on the plane. Some say it's okay. Uh, some make exceptions for certain players of certain levels and so on and so forth. So it, it really struck home with me for all those reasons. I, I think mostly that I was just intrigued that during this time of players, uh, as as Dan alludes to in the uh, in the episode here, players would order McDonald's before games from across the street outside the Boston Garden. And that was really common, whereas somebody like Scott Wedman was drinking filtered water and carrying it with him and not eating meat and other things that at that time were so looked at as like weird, basically. And and so, so fascinating how things have evolved to, to where you now commonly hear of athletes that have a vegetarian diet or have taken different approaches and become really, really stealthy and 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 focused on their nutrition and that kind of thing. I remember seeing a Sports Illustrated article by Alexander Wolf talking about Grant Hill and Steve Nash in the early days of those Phoenix teams where they really took care to go into the deep X's and O's of how to eat better and fuel their body better. And as a kid growing up in Vermont and having these little glimpses through Sports Illustrated, not through social media at the time, not even through ESPN or those types of mediums at the time, being able to see an article like that and say, wow, these players that are creating longevity in their careers, uh, it's it's interesting how some of the things that they're doing and, and what they're doing to prolong. Well, meanwhile, decades before that, Scott Wedman had these weird and strange ways. So without further ado, let's get into the conversation with Dan Shaughnessy on Scott Wedman and the curious ways that he had on wellness, nutrition, and taking care of his body. So Dan, one of the people that stood out for me just because of my lens in being a athletic trainer, being a strength and conditioning coach and a physical therapist was Scott Wedman. And so you talked about, you, you said tw- he was 20 years ahead of his time regarding diet and fitness. And it really just kind of struck me. There's a, a funny, awkward incident with maybe Steve Kreischel, if I'm getting the name right, of, yeah. of his medicine man, I guess. But talk about Scott first, just in terms of that was not the norm because you had Maxwell, who was maybe living off of McDonald's, if I read that right. Yeah. And uh, talk about that. Yeah, there was a lot of McDonald's. There was a McDonald's across the street from the garden, and they would send the ball boys over to bring bags over. Uh, every, <laughs> you know, uh, Larry was Larry was into that, um, and you know, Chief not so much. Chief was always really took care. He was a great eater. But um, yeah, Wedman came on. They got him in a trade. It was a strange thing. It was eighty two, eighty three, and and they had a, a rookie named Darren Tillis who wasn't going anywhere. He was Cleveland State, and yeah, it was a miss. Hadn't really scouted too well. So they they dumped him, and they had to pick up the Wedman salary. Wedman had been an all-star with the Kansas City Kings. And, uh, you know, born in Kansas, raised in Colorado, made himself a shooter, grew into this kind of Adonis body. And, uh, you know, he's a 6'5 guy, and, and he he played guard and some small forward. Wasn't particularly – he wasn't lightning quick or a great handle, but he could just – he could shoot it. And uh, there were days in practice he was better than Larry, and everybody knew Scott Wedman. So wow. quickly a thousand, ten thousand point score and all that stuff. And all he was all star, NBA all star. Anyway, making a bag of money with the Cavaliers, they're going nowhere. The Celtics acquire him, and it was, they had no place for him. They kind of never did um, because they had Larry Bird. So you know he he matched up with Larry, kind of like when Chris was talking about Riley against West in practice. So 
Scott was the, you know, the guy to match him up in practice. And Larry didn't really trust him because he didn't eat meat. And, and <laughs> that was the thing. And Mikhail, Mikhail would take him out and, you know, wave cheeseburgers in front of his face. And Scott was carrying his own bottle, his own <laughs> water around. And there was those big gallon jugs. I don't know what was in there, but it was, it wasn't like you could buy it at the store. I don't know how he did it. And uh, there were, there were times in those practice gyms, you know, you travel the NBA, you rode, you're always staying at community centers, Jewish community centers, you know, YMCAs, whatever. And the, that's the practice gyms. And there was a couple of times he would not go out because he, he was sure there was asbestos in the ceiling or the walls or something in these, these old structures. Oh, I know the Cleveland's practice gym, he wouldn't because of the asbestos in the ceiling that was documented. And um, so it was just an unusual guy. And uh, he, no one ever quite knew what to make of him. He didn't say much either. He was, he was a nice guy. <laughs> um, and then they, in the finals, because he's famous in Boston in, in the 85 finals, he played against the Lakers. They beat the Lakers in Memorial Day Massacre. They beat him by 30 or 40. And he, he was 11 for 11 from the floor in the NBA finals against the world champion Lakers. And no he just, kidding. that was Scott Wedman. He had those, he had those kinds of games. And uh, if they had been shooting more threes, then it, it would have helped his game. But in the 84 finals, yeah, he had this mystery guy where it wore a hat. And I, I watched the mystery guy going to the locker room before the game. And, and then Parrish had got, got his ass kicked by Kareem and, Anyway, I asked around and the guy wasn't authorized and the trainer said, he looks like a plumber to me. And, you know, I mean, you, this could never happen today, but it was the NBA right. finals. And the guy said Paris shouldn't be playing and everybody was mad. Team doctor was mad. All that stuff happened. And then the, the, um, they wouldn't let him back. And Scott Wedman believed Scott Wedman still lives with this guy. They build apartments in Kansas city together. And Steve Krischel is the guy and he was a physical therapist, but he was kind of a holistic guy and a um, what's the acupuncture guy, just, you know, offbeat stuff back then. And, yeah. and nobody trusted him. And, and they, he got barred from the locker room because of me and Scott Wedman, he, he never got mad, but he got mad at me. And then he apologized. We had a little back and forth there. And I called him for the book and he was great. I think he was kind of lonely. He's never been back here. Uh, he's got a lovely wife and uh, they're wonderful people. And um, I hope he, I, I got I should actually make sure he has the book because he was just, you know, he was part of the thing. And, but that was an unusual deal to have an all, an all-star on the bench that almost never played. And he had been an NBA all-star. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's show and we hope you did, Please give us a good review on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you listen to podcasts on. And so you never miss a weekly episode, be sure to subscribe and follow. You can find previous episodes on our show website. That's www.basketballstrongpodcast.com. For more basketball performance resources and nagging injury solutions, follow me on Instagram at TDAthletesEdge and follow Phil at Phil White Books. Until next week's episode, stay basketball strong.